Hello, and welcome to the City Grace Podcast. We're so happy you've decided to join us today as we learn how amazing it is to follow Jesus. Enjoy the message. I want to invite you to open your Bibles in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1 and verse 11. I don't know if it's possible to turn down the light a little bit. I feel like the duck in Chinatown. <laughs> Amen. I feel like a, a plane is about to land, and I need to, um, man, I can't see beyond. Today, th- this week, I get new glasses, and these ones are all scratched up, and so with the lights, I can't even see beyond my glasses, and um, if, I can't, if I can't see my glasses, use my glasses, I can't read. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Just pray for me, church. Amen. Falling apart. Age, age, aging is not beautiful. Amen. Anybody feel my pain right there? I don't, I don't get it. You know, it's like, it's like I, I, I just kind of asked the Lord the other day. I said, I said, Lord, I don't, I don't get it. Amen. Why is it that at the moment where a man wants to start to live, <laughs> that's, his life is almost over with. Amen. It's like at the moment he's wanting to start to live, you know, one thing is your youth, you know, and, and you have your youth and everything, and that, that's fine and everything. But there comes a moment where a man says, you know what, I played around. I, I, I lived crazy, now, now I want to live. And that's when he starts losing his hair. <laughs> that's where, that's where he, he starts getting, changing the six-pack for a keg, amen. <laughs> Praise God. And that's, that's where, you know, right at that moment when the sisters want to start to, you know, everything, gravity takes its toll on life, amen, and, and everything. And I'm like, God, why, why then? Amen. Why not when I was 20 did I, okay, yeah, I want to do this right and everything, but amen, hallelujah. That's just the pains of life, hallelujah. Anybody feel my pain this morning? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. I had to get that off of me, Amen. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, and then we will jump over to Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. And the word of the Lord says, Wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of his calling and fulfill, watch this, all the good pleasures of his goodness and the work of faith with power. God wants to fulfill all his good pleasures and his goodness, of his goodness. In the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified. Now, now I, want to, I want you to see something. It says, uh, and fulfill all the good pleasures of his goodness, that he will count you worthy of his calling and fulfill all the good pleasures of his goodness. And now he gives the reason. He gives the reason. And the reason is this, that the name 
of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified. In other words, God wants to bless you so that he looks good. Amen. I got to say that again. God wants to bless you. God has great desire for your life so that he looks good. You know what I say to that? Go ahead and look good. Amen. Go ahead and look good. Show up and show off. Do what you do best. Hallelujah. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. Word of the Lord says, call unto me and I will answer thee. Watch this. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Who glory to God. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, God wants to bless me. But I want you to say it with authority. Say, God wants to bless me. It makes him look good. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are powerful. You are mighty. You are awesome. There is no God like you. No, not even one. In fact, you looked all over the universe and declared that outside of you, there is no other God that saves. You are the only saving God. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. God, you know the end from the beginning. And you know, oh God, all that, is, uh, that we have access to. I pray in this hour, put the devil in his place. And let your name be glorified in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Now somebody clap your hands to the Lord and give God the praise in the house. Glory to God. You may be seated in the presence of almighty God. Hallelujah. It is God's good pleasure to bless you. He he delights in blessing you. He delights in giving you miracles. I heard uh, uh, a few years ago that, and nowadays ladies kind of frown on this, amen. Back in the day, they would have smiled and said, that's right, amen. Nowadays, they frown on it, amen. And that is, I heard a few years ago that a woman is a reflection of her husband. Amen. See, I got men saying amen. I didn't hear any ladies. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ladies abandoned me right there. Amen. It's like, no, I'm my own reflection. Hallelujah. Praise God. But I, I, I heard it said that a woman is a reflection of her husband. And I've always had that concept that if you look at my wife, amen, when you look at my wife, you will in that moment realize what kind of man I am. Because if, if she looks broke down, if she looks in a mess, if she looks like, like her clothes are faded out with holes in it and, and her shoes are worn out, and, but I'm over here in, in a nice suit and, and nice shoes, then all of a sudden you're going to think what's wrong with that man that he would treat his wife that way. That's why 
I like to bless my wife. Hallelujah. Because it makes me look good. Amen. I like to bless her because it makes me look good. I travel all over the world. And one of the things I like to do is I like buying my lady's shoes. Amen. No lady in this house likes shoes. Hallelujah. Ladies don't like shoes. Amen. I like, I like buying my, my, my lady's shoes. And I'll look for the unique stuff that nobody can get here in the United States. And I get it for my wife. And you know what I do? I even, I, I, can't, I can't tolerate it. Because I'm so excited to give it to her that, that I can't hold the secret. I'm bad about that. Amen. And so I'll, I'll kind of like, kind of like test the, the waters and say, I, I got something for you. And my wife knows that when I say I got something for you, she automatically knows if she wants me to reveal it or not. Hallelujah. Because she'll say, oh, oh, I'm so excited. Can't wait for you to bring it home. Then I know, oh, she wants me to surprise her when I get there. But when she says, what is it? I can't, I already have the picture in my phone ready to go. Amen. Because I'm excited because I'm going to bless the lady that I love. And whenever she wears those shoes and anybody says, oh, those are beautiful shoes, it gives me a sense of pride because I know I got those for her. See, God is a good, a good husband. He's a good husband. He's a God that wants to bless you. Oh, Lord, I wish I had somebody right there. Some folks uh, think that God wants you to live broke down and, and, and everything just on a, on a downhill in your life. I'm sorry, but God has good desires for your life. Uh, it is not God's desire for you to be broke down. It's not, I wish I had somebody right there. It's not God's desire for you to be broke, busted, and disgusted. Uh, you got to come into the kingdom and get the blessing that the kingdom of God has for your life. Can I get a witness in the house of the Lord? Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I, I don't know. And if you, are, if you are the person that has this, God bless you. Amen. But there's something that kind of rises up inside of me when I see the most broke down car with mismatched tires. Every door is a different color. The windshield has so many cracks that you got to look out the window to drive. And then on the back, there's stickers that say, Cristo me ama. Amen. Jesus loves me. Smile. I, I almost feel like going and taking the stickers off. Praise God. Because I'm like, that's a bad representation of my God. Hallelujah. I wish some folks with their, with their Tesla would put a little sticker on the back and say, my king provided this for me. My God blessed me with this. My, 
can I get somebody in this place to understand that God, God wants to bless you. Does anybody want to be blessed by God in this place this morning? Somebody ought to give a shout unto God. Glory to God. So therefore, therefore, God desires for us to have miracles. God desires for us to have miracles. Sometimes we have the tendency of thinking that God uh, 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 dangles miracles over us and the moment we go to reach for it, he pulls it away and laughs at us. Sometimes we feel like we got to convince God to bless us with miracles. Now let me make something very clear right now. What is a miracle? Because a lot of times we think that miracles are only healing, only healing. Well, I don't need a miracle because I don't need to be healed. A miracle is this, anything that you cannot do for yourself, then you need a miracle. Whether it be financial, whether it be a family situation, whether it be a job situation, whether it be a marriage situation, whether your kids are going crazy and you need a miracle in their life, uh, whether it be whatever, whatever it is, uh, if you cannot do it for yourself, uh, then you need a miracle. And I've got news for you this morning. The miracle worker is in this place this morning. Oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I, I wish I had somebody that could give God praise right now. I said the miracle working God is in this place. And I'm declaring in the name of Jesus, miracles are going to be released in the house in the name of Jesus. Does anybody believe that with me? Glory to God. God, God wants you to have miracles. Reason why he wants you to have miracles is because it makes him look good. God knows that the moment he does a miracle in your life, what do we do? We tell somebody about it. Oh, yeah, 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 I know, I know, yeah, yeah, it is, it is nice, but you should have seen where, where I was two months ago. Hallelujah. You should have seen the mess I was in a month ago. I know I look like as if I got it all put together, but you should have seen where God brought me out of. He brought me out of a miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to... Oh my God, I wish I had somebody that is grateful in this place this morning because you know what God has done for you. Can somebody give a grateful praise in the house? So anything that I cannot do for myself is a miracle. When I realize how vulnerable I am, how weak I am, then it makes me value even more his power and his ability. Because in my weakness, hallelujah, in my weakness, 
he looks stronger. He looks more powerful. The moment that people look at me and say, wait a minute, is that the same dude that I knew a couple of years ago? I don't understand that. No, baby, it's not me. It's the God that's working through me. Hallelujah. It's the God that's operating through me. I feel in the Holy Ghost in this place, uh, somebody's about to get out of messes uh, and God's going to turn it all around uh, and you're going to be a testimony of the power of God. I come to tell you, there's nothing my God cannot do. Oh Lord, I feel that in the atmosphere. I said there's nothing my God cannot do. Does anybody believe that with me today? Hallelujah. I've always come to the conclusion that my, that, that, that my mess is an opportunity for God to show up in and show off in. So God wants you to be blessed. He says, he says call unto me. He even challenges you. He says, call unto me. And he says, and I will answer. And then he adds to that. He says, and I will show you. He says, not only will I answer you, but I'm going to show you great and mighty things. Praise God. He says, I'm not only going to answer you, I'm going to show you great and mighty things. And I love, I love the way Daniel puts it. He puts it this way in Daniel chapter 4 and verse 3. How great is his signs and how mighty are his wonders. So there's, that's where the great and mighty is at. The signs and wonders. These signs shall follow them that believe. In other words, wherever there's a demonstration of the power of God, wherever there is miracles, it's an evidence that heaven is present. Glory to God. We can talk about miracles all we want, but if there's not a miracle, then heaven was not present yet. If there's not a move of the supernatural, then heaven was not present. Because we can confuse presentation from presence. But presentation will never heal you. Presentation will never set the captives free. Presentation will not change somebody. But the presence of God will change you. The presence of God will heal you. And the presence of God will break every chain. Glory to God. So he says, I'm going I'm to show you great things. See, God wants to show you because he doesn't make it complicated. We complicate it. We feel that if we could pay for a miracle, that would be a lot easier. Can you imagine if there was a, a, a miracle super center? Kind of like a Walmart supercenter, amen. A miracle supercenter, praise God. Where you walk in and you pull all that you need off the shelf. I need a miracle, I need healing, I need, I, I need, I need a breakthrough, I need financial blessing, I, I need my wife to obey me. 
Praise God. Amen. You empty out the whole shelf. A whole, a whole life, life, uh, life supply. Amen. Praise God. I need my dog to obey me. Amen. Anybody got a dog that when you say come, he goes the other way? I don't understand that thing. Amen. He's my dog, but he goes the other way. I'm like, I know you like me. Amen. I feed you. And so, and so anything you need in this miracle super center, the moment you swipe your credit card, bam, it's activated. How many would go? How, come on now. How many would go to that miracle, right? That would put Walmart out of business. There would be a line at the miracle uh, uh, super center that would stretch around. I mean, there'd be a line. And it'd be crazy, amen. And there'd be people outside trying to sell you coupons, amen, to the Miracle Super Center, amen. I've got news for you. Welcome to the Miracle Super Center this morning. Praise God, because the God that does miracles, the God that does miracles is in this place this morning. I got a feeling somebody's about to get a miracle in this place. Somebody give a shout unto God. Glory to God. So God makes miracles easy. He makes it so easy and I, and I love it. He says in Matthew, amen, in Matthew, the book of Matthew. Thank God for Matthew. Chapter 21 and verse 22, I had to put my glasses on, amen. It says, in all things, everybody's saying all things. All things, that covers everything. I don't know about you, but all things still means all things. Well, does it mean that? Yes, it means all things. And all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. Believing, ye shall receive. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Go get your miracle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. How many want me to break it down? Praise God. Because I feel God's going God's to open miracles in this place this morning. Hallelujah. I woke up this morning and I felt, hey, this is Miracle Sunday right now. Glory to God. Something's about to happen in the Holy Ghost. There are things, watch this, watch what I'm going to say and watch what I'm going to prophesy right now. There are things that you've been waiting on that this week you're going to see it happen and you're going to testify about the power of God working in your situation. I declare that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything that the devil's been holding up up to this moment, I command it to be broken. Every barrier be broken. Every barrier be broken. Every barrier be broken in the name of Jesus. Let it flow in Jesus' name. Uh, somebody give God praise in the house. <laughs> in all things. Whatsoever you shall ask, you have to first ask. You got to learn how to ask God. My son, he has a tendency of not asking, and I try to teach him how to ask. He likes to throw hints. Hints are not asking. 
Well, God, you know what I need. You know, Lord, what I need, God. Amen. And the Lord's like, ask me. And I, 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 I like to teach my son, there's a hobby store that he loves. And every time we go in that direction, he always wants to go to that hobby store. And one day, I was, I was determined I was going to teach him how to ask. And so we're going down the road, and he says, hey, Papa, there's that hobby store up ahead. And I'm like, yeah? It's a great place, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's great. And I kept on driving. Within a few, a few more distance, he said, he, he said uh, uh, Papa, that hobby store is up here on, on the right. I said, yeah, I know. And you like that place, don't you? Yeah, I like it. And when we got right in front of the parking lot and my son felt like I was passing it up, all of a sudden he said, Papa, can we stop at the hobby store? I said, I was waiting for you to ask. <laughs> Praise God. And a lot of times we have a tendency of just throwing a hint up to God and say, God, you, you know my family situation. Uh-huh, what about it? You know my situation, what about it? Yes, I'm the God that knows everything. But there's a power when you ask. Because the moment you ask and I respond to what you ask, then you recognize who's the one that responded to your need. And the only one that will get the glory is God. Hallelujah. God wants you to ask so that when he responds, you realize God responded to my situation. Does anybody have a prayer request and asking in the presence of God? Glory to God. So he, he likes it for you to ask, even get into detail. God is in the details. I had this one brother, cuando vivía en México, gloria a Dios. Amen. When I lived in Mexico, I had, I had this one brother that came to me and he said, he said, he said, Pastor, 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 le estoy pidiendo a Dios por un carro. I'm asking God for a car. He said, and I've told the Lord, no me importa si tiene tres llantas y es de mil colores. He said, I don't care if, it's, if it has three tires and it's a thousand colors. I'm like, okay. The next Sunday, he shows up to church. He says, Pastor, I got a car. I'm like, praise God. I said, where's it at? I want to pray for it. He said, oh, it's, it's, at, it's at my house. And I said, why didn't you bring it? He said, I, I, I'm missing the tire. Now, se falta una llanta. When I went to look at it, praise God, every door was a different color. He got what he asked for. My Lord, that's why God wants you to ask, God, I need this. And I know, God, that you're the God that can answer. Praise God. Don't limit God with your asking. If anything, it's a compliment to him. You ought to praise him with your asking. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Watch, watch, watch. Second thing, I got, I, I got to hurry up. Amen. We got to beat the Baptist to it. Hallelujah. Amen. Got to hurry up. Second part is believing. 
believing, you got to have faith. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to have faith. Say it with authority. Hallelujah. If they're right next to you, slap them and tell them you got to have faith. Praise God. You got to have faith. Tienes que tener fe. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is powerful. Pastor was talking about faith. Faith is powerful. The world can be crumbling around you, but when you got faith, you're okay. You know your heart is set on Jesus. I'm okay. He's going to bring me out somehow or another. Everybody can be in chaos, but I'm in perfect peace who mind is set on Jesus. When I got faith, I know that even though it looks bad right now, it's going to turn around for the good. Does anybody got faith in this place this morning? If you got faith, you ought to say, I got faith. Hallelujah. There's something about faith. Faith is so powerful. Faith in the spirit realm is like having money in the physical realm. Amen. Like that saying says, no dough, no show. If you don't have money, you don't get nothing. I don't care how handsome or good looking you are. You ain't getting nothing. You have to have money. Money functions for everything. You have to have money. And so therefore, faith is the same as money in the physical realm. If you don't have faith, the Bible even says it's impossible to please God. Imagine that. It's impossible. You don't have faith. You don't even have the economy of heaven. Because faith is the economy of heaven. When you don't have faith, you don't have the economy of heaven. You don't even impress God or please God because you have no faith. But then the Bible says, to him that believeth, all things are possible. Why? Because now you have the economy of heaven. And when you have the economy of heaven, you can purchase miracles with your faith. Now some folks, uh, some folks are like, whoa, whoa, you just said purchase. Yeah, acquire. Because faith causes a transaction to happen. You give faith, God gives your miracle. It is a transaction. If you don't got faith, you ain't getting nothing. But the moment you got faith, heaven is open to you. You have access to the supernatural. Man, that's good all by itself. Hallelujah. I'm about to give myself a high five. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you got to have faith. See, that's why the devil is after your faith. It's not your house he's after. It's not your your car. It's not your job. It's not any of that. It's after your faith. If he could take your faith away, then he takes your victory away. But if he takes everything away from you, but you still hold on to your faith, uh, even if you're living under a bridge, uh, but you got faith, uh, from there, God will raise you up again. 
The devil don't like your faith, but you got to say, I believe. Somebody got to say it in this place, I believe. Does anybody got faith in the house? Then it says receiving. You got to get into a receiving mode. Receiving mode is this. It's the highest form of faith. Receiving mode is this. It is to give God praise for something you don't have in your hands yet. Praise God. Give God praise for something you don't have yet. In other words, praise him even when you still have the pain. Even when you still have the problem. Even when your wife doesn't want to talk to you. Although some guys would be praising. Amen. They'd be, they'd be going into a praising fit. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Not because of receiving mode, just because thank the good Lord. Hallelujah. You answered my prayer, God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You get into a receiving mode. Amen. A few years ago, amen, my, my wife and I, we, uh, we, praise God, we were married and, 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 and everything and we tried to have children and we lost three babies. And the doctor even said to us, he said, uh, you have a genetic problem. You and your wife will not be able to have children. And I remember in the uh, year 1999, it was December of 1999, my wife was, uh, she was doing a 40-day fast. It was on her last day of her 40-day fast. And uh, I was in the living room and I heard an audible voice of the Lord that said, in the year 2000, I'm going to bless you with a son. I got excited. I jumped up. I went up to where my wife was at. And I said, baby, the Lord just spoke to me. And he said that in the year 2000, he's going to give us a son. This was 1999. He's going to give us a son. She just looked at me and she said, please get out, get out, get out. And I'm like, my God of mercy, what's wrong with you? Amen. I just came with a word here. Hallelujah. Lo macho, lo macho me estaba saliendo en ese momento. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so, and, and I had to go on a trip. So I go on a trip and I call. My wife did not answer the phone all the weekend. And I, I was, I was, whew, Lord have mercy. As I was driving back home, I was, I, I was getting it. I was, when I walk into that house, I'm going to give that woman a piece of my mind. I'm going to let her know who's the man in this house. And I walk in the house and I go up to where she was at and I opened up the door and I said, hey, baby. Hey, Amen. You got to be wise. Hallelujah. Hey, Amen. And, uh, and she said to me, she said, I, 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 know, you're, I know you're upset. I said, mm-hmm. She said, but you got to understand something. I said, okay, what? She said, the moment that you came up and told me that, she said, just moments before that, I was telling God, God, if you don't want me to have children, I turn it over to your hands. She said, I thought you heard me 
and out of desperation, you came and told me that God told you that we were going to have a son. She said, so I began to pray about it. She said, in this week, this, these days, the Lord spoke to me. Watch this. Whew. Men are going to be jealous right now. This is going to be good. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me and he said, you need to do what your husband tells you to do. I got a pass. I got a free, I got a free pass. Because anytime it's like, baby, don't forget the Lord told you. Amen. <laughs> There's some men right now. Oh God, speak to my wife, Lord. Just that's my miracle, Lord. That's my miracle. Just do it now, Lord. Hallelujah. I said, all right. A few months went by. A few months went by, and all of a sudden, my wife got pregnant again. That was that was never the problem. And uh, a few months went by, and all of a sudden, my wife began to have the same symptoms that she had before when we lost the babies. Everything, everything identical, the same stuff, everything. We went to the doctor. The doctor yelled at my wife and I, yelled at us. And she said, I told you, you cannot have babies. And she said, go back home and, and, and just get ready because you're losing this child. We went back home devastated. I remember I laid my wife on the bed and she laid on the bed and, 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 and we were just there and we just started praying. And all of a sudden, I began to sing, uh, to not sing, but to quote that scripture, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise because I've realized something. When God arises in my situation, ain't no devil in hell can hold back the blessings of God. Ain't no sickness can hold back. Ain't nothing can hold back when God, when God rises up in my situation. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Hurabashaya. Began to say that, let God arise, let God arise. Levántate, Señor, y sean esparcidos tus enemigos. Let God arise, and I pray, let God arise in this place today. I said, let God arise in this place today. Let God arise in this place today. Let God arise in this place today. So all of a sudden, hallelujah. All of a sudden, we felt like an angel walked into that room. Just a holy presence of God came into that room to the point that both my wife and I hushed in the presence of God. And I, I, I wanted to lift up my eyes because I felt like I was going to see an angel standing in that place. My wife said to me, she said, she whispered, she said, the pain is gone. I said, glory. She said, the pain is gone. It's gone. It's gone. The pain is gone. Hallelujah. We began to worship God. We didn't have any evidence of, of a child yet, but we began to worship him. Because when you get in a receiving mode, you praise him for something you still don't got. Hallelujah. You praise him on credit. You praise him because you know it's on its way. You know that God is faithful to his promise and it's on its way. God, I don't see it right now, but I praise you on credit. I know it's on its way. 
I know it's on its way. Somebody ought to get that in your spirit. I know you've been living in a desert in your life, but I come to prophesy, rain is on its way. Rabo Shandaya. I said rain is on its way. Let it rain, God, in this place today. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Somebody give a shout unto God. Began to praise him. We even put, we even put his name on the door that was going to be right across from where we were living in our house. His name on the door. And every time we'd come out in the morning, I'd say, God, I thank you for David. Hallelujah. I thank you, God. He's on its way. Amen. You're, you're going to give us that child. Amen. And I remember the day that my wife, uh, she was taking a shower and I was downstairs. And all of a sudden, she screamed. One of those screams that will leave you like, amen, hallelujah. You'll lose hair in the process, amen. And she screamed. And when she screamed, I took off running and I go upstairs and I go into the, into the bathroom and my wife is standing there with an expression of joy on her face and she looks at me and she says, look. She pointed at her, at her stomach. She said, look. And her stomach was moving. Hallelujah. There was movement in there. My boy was moving around. He was letting us know. I know you don't see me, but I'm on the inside. I got a feeling somebody's miracle is already moving in this place. Somebody's miracle is already saying I'm on its way. For more information about City Grace, you can find us online at citygrace.church. We'll see you next week.